One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wanna see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants? Don't disrespect me and my man's pants. A whole lot chops on your ass. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Hope if you're in Florida right now, which it's really not a big deal. This this is just a goddamn tropical storm. Um, and us Floridians, like I said on yesterday's show, that if it's not at least a Category 2, and we still really don't take Category 2s all that serious. Now, threes, threes, we start paying attention. Fours, we're like, ah, yeah, we might need to tie some stuff up. We might need to move a little bit further inland because where we're at here at the Hobo Fish Camp, I mean, we are less than 100 yards away from the water. Uh, I think it might have been Matthew. Matthew, we had a lot of water here at the Hobo Fish Camp. Uh. But besides that, I mean, that's the that's the only one we've ever really, really had problems with. Um, and I don't know if you if you have your head in the sand or whatever it may be. Yeah. Key West right now, maybe one of the lowest <laughs> sea level areas in the state of Florida. I think I think the highest the state of Florida is, is like 280 feet above sea level. So yeah, we're we're eventually going to be underwater one day. But uh, the water's uh, the the weather has been a little bad today. I mean, the wind. Uh, that's the thing about living right on the water. There's nothing to block the wind. No trees, no buildings, anything like that. So you're just getting a straight, steady, straight line wind. Just pretty much until this goddamn thing clears out. We we don't have any damage here. Nothing's blown over. So. It's really not that bad. Hope you guys are being safe out there. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Now, when you go there, you're going to be able to find every single place that you can find me online. If that's my podcast, which you really don't need that, because if you're listening right now, you don't need to know where to find the podcast. But if you want to find me anywhere on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit, whatever it may be, you can do that and you can find it at Tuttle.net. So this morning when I was going out to run my errands, and and I've always had this policy, I do not get involved. Now, under some circumstances, I will. But here, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, I remember like a year and a half, two years ago when I first moved in with Colton, we were we were getting off off of 75 right near his house and there was this woman her car broke down right at the stoplight um and she was trying to push the car now i felt bad for her. 
I, I really, really did. And yes, the good person would get out and help that woman. But I've never been that way. I, I, I really have not. And, you know, you guys might think I'm a dick. You, and, and that's your right. What you do is based on how you live. How I live is that I don't take unnecessary risk uh, when it comes to helping out other people. I, I know you're supposed to help out your fellow man, but guess what? Other people depend on you. Yes, you want to help out your fellow Americans, but you know where your responsibility lies to your family, to your loved ones, to your friends, people that you know. And say, for example, I, I get out at that stoplight. I help that woman push that car. What happens if some guy's drunk, some guy's texting, whatever it may be, is not paying attention, and he runs right into the back of that car, killing me and that lady? So, I mean, is that a noble death? No, that is in no way a noble death at all. Because if you wouldn't have got out of that car to help that lady, you would still be alive and your family, your friends, your loved ones would still have you. And what are they going to do? Now, now that you helped out a random stranger, what you, what, like for, I'll give you an example. I, I'm, I'm not married. I, I'm, I'm never going to have a family. But my parents right now really, really need me during this pandemic. And I'm gone because I decided to help out a stranger. That's, that's the way that I look at things, people. You have to limit your risk that you're putting yourself in that could lead to death or bodily injury. So, like, here, I read stories all the time. Living here in Volusia County, we have a lot of beaches. Do you know how many times I've seen stories where some, you know, good citizen at the beach, sitting out there on his towel, just relaxing, minding his own business, and some some northerner that that's not used to the beach doesn't know about rip currents and they get out there they go a little bit too far and they don't realize that you are not supposed to fight the current you're supposed to you're supposed to swim sideways oh i'm i'm a little worried here there is a Volusia County Sheriff's officer right out here i i've already been messed with a couple of times but it's actually raining right now but i i i think he is looking at me i I actually really do think that the owner has the law enforcement officers come out here to to try to intimidate me. And I don't want you to think that I that I don't respect law enforcement. I, I really, really do. I think they should be held accountable, but I respect them. If we if we did not have them, it would just be lawlessness. And and they're they're really putting their lives on the line. I'm not saying all cops are bad, but in, in any work environment there's going to be bad apples and they, and they give the rest of law enforcement bad names. So for the most part, I do that, but they, they still make me a little nervous. Even, even though I'm a white guy, they still make me nervous because you know what? Shit happens. So back to what I was saying, how many stories have you read or, or watched or heard about where somebody went out to save somebody drowning? And I don't know if you know this, when people are drowning, they're frantic. So when you go out to save that person, they're going to try to pull you under. And once again, you die trying to help out a stranger. And what is your family? The people that depend on you, your kids, your mother, 
What, I mean, whoever depends on you, whatever it may be. Now you're gone because you tried to help out just a stranger, somebody you don't even know. That person could have been a horrible person when you look at it. Like, seriously, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a shock jock here, but seriously, how do you know that that person that you just saved out of the water is not a pedophile? If you let that person drown, you maybe saved a bunch of kids that were going to get raped because you let the pedophile drown. But the reason I'm talking about all this is because this morning when I went out to go get uh, stuff for my parents for breakfast, uh, there was a very, I'm, I'm not talking like 10 of 10, but I'm, I'm talking maybe six, seven, eight. And right now on the dry spell that I'm on is six. Oh, looks like a nine to me. But she was broke down. Uh, I think she might have had a flat tire. And I wanted to stop. And, and I know me not wanting to take those chances or take those risks probably hurts potential connections that I can make. Potential friends, potential girlfriends, whatever it may be, that I could have stopped and helped that woman. Could have helped her change the tire. She would have been like, oh, you're my knight in shining armor. Do you want to go out to dinner? Maybe I can help you out with some things. And I, I don't want you to think, I, ooh, I, I, I want a hand job or something because I, I changed the tire. But it, it could have led to something. And even if it did not lead to something romantically, at least I made a new friend. God damn, the rain is coming down. It's that steady, heavy tropical type rain. If you, if you live here in Florida, you definitely know what I'm talking about. So did I, did I do wrong? Should I have stopped and helped this woman change her tire? Because it, it's not like the city of Oak Hill is some metropolis where there was a lot of traffic. No, there, there really wasn't. She was pulled over on the side of the road. And also the other thing I always think about is, is this a setup? Is this woman broke down on the side of the road and her boyfriend, her, her methed out crackhead, oxycotton fueled boyfriend is waiting out in the woods, waiting to hit me over the head with a tire iron when I try to stop and help? I mean, it's not like, I mean, they're going to be highly disappointed when, when they try to roll me or run my pockets and try to rob me. Yeah, that, I mean, you guys are going to be sorely disappointed because you're, you're not going to get much of anything. I mean, here, watch. I don't know if you can hear this. That's most of the money that I have. The one thing that I do is I have this cup of change that any of the change, I keep it. I keep it, and, and there's been many, many times when I was very, very poor and married where my change basically saved me. It saved my ass because I didn't have enough gas to be able to get back to Orlando from Tampa. Now, <laughs> there was some days where, like, the day before, I was like, oh, I used my change. How the hell am I going to get back from Tampa to Orlando? And I've done one of those things where my wife got upset that it took me so long to get home. And she was like, why did it take so long to get home? And I, I didn't want to tell her, like, hey, I'm I'm pretty broke right now. Uh, that that was one of the major problems in my marriage was that I I didn't lie. I just withheld 
information. Is it is it really lying if they don't ask you? I mean, if they ask you a question and you lie, yeah, that's lying. But if you're withholding information because you don't want to stress your other half out, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, technically it is lying. I don't know. It, it was dumb on my part, which led to the downfall of my marriage. But what I'm trying to say is, did, did I miss out? I'm not, I'm not one of those big believers in fate or destiny, but did I miss out on a potential friend? or a potential romantic relationship because I could have stopped and helped out that woman. Maybe I need to start doing more of that. Maybe maybe I need to start taking more risk in my everyday life. I mean, I take a lot of risk in my professional life. I mean, don't, I don't think that. You know how many times that I have just gone out on a limb hoping and praying and wishing that, I, that I'm going to get a job or it's going to get me more money, it's going to get me more followers on social media. Yeah, I, I do that all the time, but but when it comes to every day, I do not like taking excess risk to help out strangers that I have never met in my life. And I know a lot of you guys are probably, oh yeah, you're you're a coward, you're an asshole. Could have helped out that lady, change her attire, because I got to tell you, she did not know, she did not look like she had absolutely any clue on how to change attire. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. If you'd like to reach out, questions, comments, or you'd like to leave me a voicemail, there, there are a couple of ways you can do that. Uh, if you'd like to email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And if you if you don't want to leave an email, you can easily leave me a voicemail, and it's all confidential. I'm not going to dox you. I'm not going to come after you. If you have something I disagree with or you think I suck, I, I like I've said time in and time out, I'm, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but you're going to go straight to the front of the line. And if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, you can easily do that. 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. See, uh, before I got this mic, before I, I spent some money on getting a mic, I, I don't even know if you guys can tell a difference in the past couple of months of the audio quality when it comes to the Tuttle Daily Podcast because it is coming down in sheets right right now at the Hobo Fish Camp. Um, I mean, it's not bad like some other hurricanes. It's just a steady pouring. And it's not like those big, big drops, very, very small drops, but 
it is coming down right now. Um, one of the things I wanted to get into, and, and, and I'm not trying to be political at all. Uh, I, I've talked about this. Um, I, I'm totally against racism. I am. I, I'm, I am completely against racism. I don't support it. Um, I don't <laughs> mean to sound cliche, but I got a lot of minority friends. You know, a lot of, a lot of Southerners like, oh, I got a lot of black friends. There, there, there. No, I really do not care. I don't care. I don't care what your religion is. Uh, do I support it? Do I believe in it? No, but that, that is your right. And the thing with racism, or here, let me, let me step back. Sexual orientation. I don't care if you're gay, lesbian. Uh, I don't care if you want to get married. I don't, I don't care about any of that. I don't care if you're transgender. Um, one, one of my first interns that I ever worked with uh, on Ron and Fez, her name is Allie. She is transgender. And I got to tell you, one of the greatest people that I know. So, like I said, I, I'm completely against bigotry, racism, uh, uh, gay hate, lesbian hate, transgender hate. I'm completely all against that. Now, man, you cannot even see the river right now. Holy crap. I'm, I'm getting a little uh, sidetracked here because it's getting a little hairy right now. But like I said, once again, I'm a Floridian, and I ain't going to worry or stress out about some goddamn tropical storm. Uh, I know this might not be a popular opinion, but here in the United States, we have freedom of speech. Racism? You can hate. It's, it's not against the law to hate somebody, as, as far as I know. But where it becomes a problem is when you try to affect their personal lives. Uh, you try to take away their freedoms. You try to take away their religious right. You try to take away their right to make, a, make money to be able to support their family. But is it illegal to hate somebody? Um, it's not right. But is it against the law? No, I, I really don't think it is because, once again, that falls under the First Amendment, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, all that yada da 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 stuff. Um, but but what, I, what I'm trying to say is where, where you start getting into a problem is whenever you try to stop somebody's personal life and, and them trying to make a life or worship or love whoever they are, and as long as it's just speech, I, I have no problem with it. Let those people say and do what they want to, because in, in all reality, they are making themselves look like idiots. I'm, let me ask you a question, people. Would, would you rather people be open about their racism or be closet racist? I, I think I would rather want them to be open as long as they're not they're not affecting my life personally and they're in, and it's only words then have at it buddy you're just making yourself look like the idiot because when people are openly racist or openly bigot bigots at least you know 
who they are. They can't, they can't be undercover racist and, and screw up your life without you even knowing. And I, I thought things were going to get a little bit better. Do I, do I think Joe Biden's going to be the mysterious solution for all of our problems here in America? No, 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 no. It, it's, it's going to get even worse because guess what? The other side is pissed. They're sore losers. And good luck, man. I got so much shit thrown my way on social media because I posted the story about uh, the news media declaring Joe Biden the winner of the 2020 election. And people are like, oh, well, you know, the media does not call the uh, presidential winner. It's, it's the Electoral College. Yeah, no kidding, dipshit. Guess what? That is how all presidential elections have been done. Since the media, since TV broadcasting came around, they all want to be the first to declare a winner. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I just had a big palm from hit my car. Who cares? The car is already beat up. Um, but back to what I was saying. People thought things were going to get so much better. The country was going to come together. We're not going to be divided like we were under Donald Trump. Uh, people, sorry. You got a rude awakening. Things are going to be worse because the Trump supporters, the conservatives, the Republicans, they are mad as hell because they lost. Uh, and, and the reason I'm talking about this, I, I want to give you a little bit of an example. And for you people that want to say, oh, this, this is fake. This is not a Trump supporter. Well, guess what, guys? You know how many red hats I saw in the crowd during the speech I'm about to play for you? You know how many uh, Trump, Pence, 2020, enough of this bullshit. I mean, that was, that was a horrible tagline, by the way. Um, so this guy, very, very, probably, probably a proud boy. But you could tell this guy has some neo-Nazi ties just from listening to his speech. My brothers and sisters! Yeah. All right, I'm not, I'm not trying to stereotype this guy or, or paint with a broad brush, but I can already tell this dude is a big-time Game of Thrones fan or Lord of the Rings because whenever you start a speech with my brothers and sisters, it sounds like you're fighting for, like, some Scottish or medieval clan. No, I'm not talking about the Ku Klux Klan. But this it has a very medieval fantasy-type feel at the beginning of this speech. These uncertain times, we must remember, family comes from the blood that courses through our veins. Yes, blood does make you related to somebody, but family comes from semen and eggs. You know how many family members, brothers and sisters I've lost in a shower that have gone down the drain? I've probably got fucking 5,000 kids in my childhood home shower alone. For centuries, parasites have poisoned our minds with the lies that our enemies, that our enemies are our brothers. With different labels, but our enemies. What do they got? Did they got Weird Al in the background playing the accordion? Did, did you hear that? I didn't know that accordions were the musical instrument preference of racists. Manufactured by 
these rats in human disguise and their puppets revel in watching us kill ourselves. We will not fall for their evil tricks again. All right, I stand corrected because earlier I said this guy was a Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings fan. The just this whole speech alone sounds like he is a LARPer. He LARPed. And if you don't know what LARPing is, that is live action role playing. These are the people that do those medieval, like, Civil War-type reenactments where they all fight. And I'm sure this guy, any of the minorities that, that want to LARP with them, they're, they're not being knights. They're making the minorities, like slaves, housemaids, whatever it may be. This, this is how committed to neo-Nazi racism that this guy is. And by the way, this is at a Trump support rally. We will not fall for the lies of the Jews this time. This time, we know our war is with them. USA! 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 I mean, you guys do realize that the rest of the world is sitting back. They're laughing at us. You know, Americans, we're all judging what all these other countries are doing. Uh, we get involved because there's conflict. I mean, what would happen if uh, in one of the other countries like, oh, we got to step in. We got to we got to go to America. We have to stop this going on. And like I said, all these other countries are laughing at us. Uh, for example, Germany, Germany actually played the speech that I just played for you and and they put it uh, so people could understand it in German. <laughs> Für richtig hältst, ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin, dass ich gearbeitet habe, dass ich mich in diesen Jahren für dich eingesetzt habe, dass ich anständig meine Zeit verwendet habe im Dienste meines Volkes. Gib du jetzt deine Stimme ab. Wenn ja, dann tritt für mich ein, so wie ich für dich eingetreten bin. I know I should not assume that people would figure that out. Um, I, I, at some points, I realize that I, I think a lot of the people that listen to the Tuttle Daily podcast are smart enough, are in, intelligent enough to know that that was not anything. That, that was Adolf Hitler. Uh, and I don't want you guys to think like, oh, I'm a big fan of Adolf Hitler. No, I, I'm, he's one of the, he maybe is considered one of the most evil people in the world. When, when people talk about evil, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to sound cliche because people say, oh, look in the dictionary and you'll see a picture of yourself. But no, for real, evil, they actually give examples of Adolf Hitler. Horrible person, but gotta, gotta, I got to give the guy credit. The guy cut some amazing promos. The guy knew how to tell a speech. I mean, I, I can't understand a goddamn thing that he's saying. But just from the inflection, the thought, the feeling he put into it, the guy was cutting the greatest promo of all time. Hitler would have been the greatest heel of all time in wrestling. And I can't believe that, you know, they had the Iron Sheik back in the day from Iran, I think it is. And, and he was a bad guy against Hogan. Could you imagine? 
back in the day of Vince McMahon would have been like, all right, I know we're going to get a lot of heat for this. People are going to be pissed. But we're going to come up with a Nazi Hitler type wrestler that that Hogan can be. God damn, people would have went absolutely crazy for it. So, and guys, I, I don't want your hate. Don't don't come at me and say, oh, well, Tuttle's a fan of uh, Hitler. I mean, can't can't we all agree? Like, I'll I'll give you an example of other evil people that I can give him credit for. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, yes, an evil person, killed a lot of innocent people. But guess what? Ted Bundy was smart as hell. I mean, he was conniving. The guy, you, he figured it out. I'm going to ask women for help, and I'm going to wear a cast. Because if I'm wearing a cast, I seem less threatening. They're like, oh, this guy, he, this guy cannot kill or rape me. He's got a goddamn cast on. So, so what I'm trying to say is evil people are smart. Evil people are brilliant. Does that, does that make it right? No, it does not at all. Um, it, it just kind of shows that even though you're evil, you can still be intelligent and smart. So that should, that should really, really tell you something. Um, earlier I mentioned when this guy was talking, I was like, yeah, it, it, it really, really sounds like this guy is a Game of Thrones fan. Or, or Lord of the Rings, but now that I heard his speech, um, listening, because this movie was on TV the other day, um, that's the thing about it. I absolutely hate watching movies where they got commercials in it. And Braveheart is already a very, very long movie. It is. It's like almost two and a half, three hours. Uh, when Braveheart came out, we were still on VHS, and you knew it was a long goddamn movie when you rented that movie from the mom and pop place. Uh, I we did not go to Blockbuster. We went to this. I, I even forget the name, but it was owned by some Vietnam guy or Vietnamese. And this is the type of video store was it, it was. They had a porno section. They had a triple X section. And for you to go in there, it was very stereotypical. This was the 90s, but you had to walk through a beaded curtain to get back to see all the porn. Um, but back to what I was saying, I, I digress. Braveheart was on, um, and I always correlate Mel Gibson as a racist, because he is. Mel Gibson is a goddamn straight-up racist. Now, when Braveheart came out, we didn't know that. But now listening back to the Braveheart speech, this Braveheart speech sounds a little too much like this neo-Nazi speech that was talking about the Jews and blood flowing through our bodies. Yeah, just, just give it a listen. I am William Wallace, and I see a whole army of my countrymen. So let me preface this. I mean, the whole story of William Wallace, I mean, that's real. They were fighting a great cause. But going back and listening to this speech from Mel Gibson, I, I'm pretty sure Mel Gibson produced this flick, and I'm sure they let him ad-lib a little bit when it came to this very famous William Wallace played by Mel Gibson speech in Braveheart. I mean, you can make a lot of correlation 
between this speech and the neo-Nazi. We're fighting for our fellow countrymen. Did did Mel Gibson at the time? What did he? I hey, I'm thinking like I'm a Scottish. No, he was probably like hell yeah, my neo-Nazi roots can come out finally for a role that I'm playing. Here in defiance of tyranny, you've come to fight as free men. No, we will run and we will live. Aye, fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, Tuttle, you're you're kind of stretching on this one. You're trying to correlate what this neo-Nazi said to Mel Gibson. Uh, we all know what type of piece of crap Mel Gibson is from those voicemails, which I'm I'm gonna play. I know I know they're old. But it is one of the biggest news stories in the last decade that has happened. And it, it, it's funny how things just go away after a while. Because when you're in the moment, you're like, oh, this, this is going to finish his career. No, it, it really, really is not. I know it's not a big blockbuster, but goddamn Mel Gibson has got a movie coming out called Fat Man. Mel Gibson is playing Santa Claus that some hitman played by... Walter Coggins is one to go assassinate him. They're trying to kill Santa. And Mel Gibson is playing Santa. So you know that minorities are not getting any pres- presents underneath their tree. And they're not even going to get coal. They're like, why would I give something that could heat the homes of a minority family? Yeah, you're not even getting coal. Would you be willing to trade? All the days, from this day to that, for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! What's really sad, when I was watching Braveheart, that was like three or four days ago. I I bet this guy, there's a good chance this guy was watching Braveheart on the same exact channel somewhere in the United States of America at the same time as I was. And the guy, the guy wasn't sure. You know, his wife has been busting his balls. Honey, if, if you're wanting to be a neo-Nazi leader, you got to get out there. You got to speak in front of the crowds. And this neo-Nazi guy, I mean, he probably has mental problems like I do. And, and, and he's having self-doubt. He's probably like, Oh, I, I, I don't know if I can give this speech. What if I'm not racist enough? What, what, if I, what if I don't live up to Hitler's expectations? What if I cannot just live up to the David Duke standard? This guy had a lot of doubt, but he saw this Mel Gibson movie. He saw Braveheart. He remembers those racist phone calls that... Mel Gibson was calling his wife at the time, the, the children or the mother of his children and, and telling her that, uh, yeah, you know, you're dressing like a slut and you're going to get raped by a pack of N words. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the type of guy Mel Gibson is. Anyway, uh, you know, that's not none of your fucking business. It is. It is. They look stupid. I'm just telling you, it's just an appraisal. Keep them if you want. Look stupid. See if I give a fuck, you know, but they're too big and they look stupid. They look like some Vegas bitch. They look like a Vegas whore. Mm -hmm. And you go around, sashaying around in your tight clothes 
and stuff. I won't stand for that anymore. I don't. I don't walk around. I don't walk. I don't walk around in tight clothes. I stay at home for most of the time. Public and it's a fucking embarrassment to me. You look like a fucking bitch on heat. And if you get raped by a pack of niggers, it'll be your fault. And I will admit, I I debated on editing. Mel Gibson saying the N-word. But no, I I will say this. If it is an African-American person saying the N-word, no, I'm, I'm never going to edit that. Uh, but I, I usually edit white people or Caucasian saying the N-word because, you know what, you don't have the right to say that. And, and don't come at me. Don't come at me and say, well, if they, if they can say it, why can't we say it? Why do they got white? Why do they got BET, Black Entertainment Television? Why can't we, if we had white entertainment television, they would be up in arms. Why do they have a Black Miss America? If we had a white Miss America, they would be all upset. Now, that, guys, that, that is one of the dumbest things. You racist ass cracker honky motherfuckers say. Um, and I'm white. I mean, if you're new to this show, and and I'm pretty sure you could tell that I'm white. But don't don't come at me with that. That that those voicemails alone makes you look at that Braveheart speech a little differently. Yeah, I I know that it's a real story and stuff, but how the hell do they know what William Wallace said? Maybe maybe Mel Gibson, uh, you know, from experience and how he feels was you know, integrated his views into that Braveheart speech. I'm just saying, uh, and, and I'm not even going to, I'm going to go straight to break. But one of the things that I wanted to play for you is that, guys, we, we all have racial differences, beliefs, religion differences, whatever it may be. Um, and I'm not the biggest fan of this guy. I actually, I, I really can't stand him. But Spike Lee. My favorite Spike Lee movie is The 25th Hour with Ed Norton. Amazing. Absolutely loved it. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you, you like uh, the Spike Lee flick because it was a bunch, it was a, it was a white cast. No. Um, I love He Got Game. Great movie. Uh, but do the right thing. Um, I really do think that Spike Lee was ahead of his time. Um, and, and I love these like, well, it's not a monologue because there are several different people in there, but these commentaries that they go on, but in do the right thing, that whole racial difference speech that they have, um, as a white kid living in the South, that, that was a very eye opening, important part of movie history. Um, and, and like I said, I'm not going to interrupt it, but I think it's very, very poignant for me to be able to, to play. And I, I'm not editing this at all because I believe in the first amendment. I believe that there should be no censorship. Uh, and guess what? It, it could get me kicked off some of my platforms, but I, I don't support racism. So I don't, I don't understand it. I, I play this audio, I play this type of stuff unedited because I, I want you guys to be able to hear how people really, really think. I think you need a great slap in the face to wake up 
to see how things really are. Dago Wab, Guinea, garlic bread, pizza slinging, spaghetti bending, victim on, pericomo, luchado Pavarotti, solo meal, non singer motherfucker. You gold teeth, gold chain wearing, fried chicken and biscuit eating, monkey ate, baboon, big thigh, fast running, high jumping spear chucking, 360 degree basketball dunking, titsoon spade mulling yarn. Take your fucking pizza, pizza, and go the fuck back to Africa. You little slanty-eyed, me no speaky American, own every fruit and vegetable stand in New York, bullshit Reverend Sun Young Moon, some Olympic 88 Korean kickboxing sabadam bitch. You Goya bean eating 15 in a car, 30 in an apartment, pointy shoes, red wearing, menudo meter meter Puerto Rican cocksucker, yeah, you! It's cheap. I got good price for you. Now catch it. How I am doing? Chocolate, egg, cream, drinking, bagel and deluxe, banana for this Jew asshole. Yo! Hold up! Time out! Time out! Y'all take a chill! You need to cool that shit out! From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. One of the greatest things that I learned from two radio hosts that I've worked through through my 20 years, over 20 years of broadcasting, is you have to be your biggest champion. And, and if you're not, you're not going to make it in this business. I know a lot of people hate ego. Uh, They don't like people that talk about themselves, but this is a very competitive business. And and I wanted to take this time. I I wanted to talk to uh, maybe the program directors out there or or radio hosts that are that are looking for a co-host, producer, whatever it may be. Um, I'm interested in getting back into broadcasting radio. Um, I'm, I'm talking to a couple of people. Uh, it's not going to be the biggest radio jobs that I've ever had because I, I still want to do this podcast, but I still have the love for regular radio broadcasting. So if any of you people out there, you're a programmer or you're a host and you want to hire me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And I got to tell you guys, if if you're one of my supporters, uh, one of the people that have been helping this podcast grow, and you're somewhere in the United States, and they say, oh, oh, there's an opening at a radio station? Let me email Tuttle, tuttle at gmail.com. Uh, if you if you hear of any openings or, or you have connections, email me, tuttle at gmail.com. I'm going to get out of here. I thought it was a really, really good show today. I'm sure that I'm going to do another show today. Uh, 
I really can't figure it out why I am just wanting to do so much content right now. I did two shows yesterday. I plan on doing two shows today. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are being safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out Vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com PocketPairClub.com Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? concerns or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead Tuttle at gmail.com that's Tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of Tuttle's social media go to Tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast hey yo Terry fuck going on